0: Three Times Lucky by Sheila Turnage Chapter 12 Stay Away from My Crime Scene I knew I'd end up cruising in an unmarked patrol car one day, but I always figured I'd be the one driving it, I told Star as we purred down Mr. Jesse's drive and Star's dirt-colored impala. Briars crowded the path, squeaking down the sides of the car. Driving? You're lucky you're not in handcuffs, he growled. It's illegal to disturb a crime scene. I didn't cross your tape, I said, brushing my wet hair back from my face. "'I came in on the creek, perfectly legal. "'You don't believe me? "'Ask Skeeter, my attorney in training.' "'Star grinned. "'Funny name for an attorney.' "'I thought so too, but I didn't like him saying it. "'The colonel says all attorneys should be named "'for blood-sucking insects "'so we know up front who we're dealing with,' I said. "'Star's grin widened. "'He looks younger when he smiles. "'His eyes crinkle in the side of his mouth. "'Dimples. "'I I could almost see why Miss Retzel might like him.' "'You can't interfere with an investigation, no matter what your friend says.' "'I wasn't interfering. I was finding the murder weapon,' I said as we rounded a bend. "'Hey, you better slow down. Most of the town is at the end of this drive, "'waiting for word on the murder. Besides,' I added, "'folks are going to want to see who's riding with you.' "'Star tapped the brakes as the crowd came into view. I rolled down my window. "'Hey, Mr. Lee,' I shouted. "'I found the murder weapon!' Mr. Lee waved. "'Very good, Mo. "'Ask Miss Lana to double my fries. "'I'm starving.' "'Me too,' Thess shouted. "'Sal darted to the window. "'Mo,' Anna Celeste said, "'she and her mom are eating free of charge today,' she said. "'I didn't know what to do.' "'Blackmail. "'Attila had enough on Dale "'and his whereabouts the night of the murder "'to shake me down for eternity. "'Another reason to clear Dale's name. "'I'll handle it, Sal,' I said. "'Thanks.' "'Stars sped up and the crowd parted. "'Buckle up.' he said, his voice like gunmetal. Pretty snazzy ride, I said, clicking my seatbelt and waving to a clump of high school kids. You get to drive this over to Miss Retzel's for dating? How long you know her anyway? As a rising sixth grader, I got a right to know. You ask too many questions. Occupational hazard, detective, I added before he could ask. He snorted, it takes years of training to become a detective. "'Lucky I didn't know that either,' I said, lifting the radio from its hook. "'You wouldn't have a murder weapon. "'Speaking of which, you sending my oar to the lab?' "'We don't know if it is the murder weapon,' he said, putting the radio back on its hook. "'But yes, my deputy bagged it for the lab. "'You find any other clues out there, one investigator to another?' "'Nothing comes to mind,' he said. "'He shot me a cool look. "'How about you? "'You know this town. "'What's your take? "'One investigator to another.' So that was why he was being nice. He went my clues. Beats me. You can tell you can let me out at the end of the path I added pointing. I got to pick up my bike. He didn't even slow down. I don't mind giving you a lift to the cafe he said. I don't want you out by yourself. Besides I'd like to have a word with the colonel. My confidence wobbled like a bike in heavy sand. The colonel? I asked. Yeah, that's not a problem, is it? I shrugged. Not for me, I said hoping I was right. A few minutes later, Starr parked beside the colonel's underbird and followed me into the café. "'Come in,' Miss Lana sang from the kitchen. "'I'll be with you in a minute.' Starr swept off his hat. "'Things have changed a little since I was here,' he said. That was an understatement. You can tell who's running the café the instant you walk through the door. The colonel keeps the café military crisp. Miss Lana prefers a theme. Glancing around, I pegged today's theme as 1930s Paris, her favorite." A miniature Eiffel Tower graced the counter, and scratchy accordion music crackled from the ancient Victrola she'd placed near the jukebox. The red formica table sported white lace cloths, which she turned catty-corner, lending the café a bohemian flair. The blackboard behind the counter read, Le Benieu. Bonjour, Miss Alana said, backing through the and swinging doors. Her calf-length pale pink dress clung to her body like a fine shimmering mold. Welcome to La Café! "'She wheeled gracefully, placing a tray of sparkling glasses on the counter "'and beamed at Joe Starr. "'Mo, where are your manners? "'Take the gentleman's hat,' she said, picking up her fan, "'and with a practiced flick of her wrist, snapping it open. "'Welcome, mon capitan!' "'When Miss Lana goes into character, she goes into character. "'I popped Starr's hat onto the counter. "'He ain't a captain. "'He's a detective,' I said, wiggling my eyebrows "'in the universally recognized sign for Be Quiet. "'He's here about the murder.' She ignored me. Wine, sir, unless you're on duty. Ice tea, Starr said, his eyes traveling past Miss Lana's Jean Harlow wig to the 1930s black and white Hollywood photos on the wall. I elbowed back into the conversation. Detective Joe Starr, this is Miss Lana. Miss Lana, Detective Joe Starr. I said, the one I told you about, the one investigating Mr. Jesse's murder, are those our lunches over there? "'Yes, sugar,' she said, glancing at the neat row of brown paper bags lying in the counter. "'All packed up and ready to go. "'Sal brought me the take-out list. "'She said Anna's lunch was prepaid.' "'Right,' I said, cutting her short. "'I got her money right here. "'You want to carry some of these lunches out for me?' I asked Star. "'Maybe give me a ride back to the driveway. "'Folks are hungry, and you are a public servant, after all.' "'Now he ignored me. "'It's slow for lunchtime,' he said to Miss Lana.' Naturally, she said, no one's thinking of the cafe today. All eyes are on you. Star glanced at the cafe's one occupied table. Miss Lana's lone customer had slumped forward, cradling his head in his arms. Too much wine? Star asked, eyeing toward the man. She sighed. Too much drink, well, before he arrived at my door. She picked up the coffee pot, swayed across the room, and carefully topped off the man's cup. He sat up and focused blearily at her direction. Crud dales daddy could my day get any worse hey mo mr mason mumbled he looked horrible like time had grabbed his face with both hands and stretched the life right out of him hey i muttered heading for the jukebox maybe if i stood here long enough he'd go back to sleep dales was the last name i wanted to come up with star in the room where's the colonel star asked i'd like a word with him if you don't mind the colonel "'Miss Lana hesitated. "'Why, I don't believe he's here. "'Then again, he's so hard to keep up with. "'Such a mercurial personality,' she smiled. "'Is his car out front?' "'Yes, ma'am,' he said. "'Go to the kitchen and call him, sugar,' she told me. "'Maybe he's out back fishing.' "'If he is, he ain't the only one,' I thought. "'I shot Dale's daddy a quick look. "'Out cold again, thank heavens. "'I tromped through the kitchen to the side door "'and cupped my hands around my mouth. "'Colonel!' I called, so Star could hear me. "'Miss Lana wants you!' I waited a minute and came back inside. "'Very well, Detective,' Miss Lana was saying. two hamburgers to go. "'Pity you're not staying for lunch. "'We could get better acquainted.' "'The Colonel didn't answer me,' I said. "'I guess he couldn't hear me.' "'That man will be the death of me,' she sighed, "'giving Star a baleful look. "'Oh, he'll come slipping back in when I least expect it "'with some ridiculous story about a bass or a... "'What are those other things he talks about, sugar?' "'Catfish,' I suggested. "'It was all bunk, the idea of the colonel fishing. "'The colonel's only fishing story involves a stick of dynamite and a bushel basket.' "'Catfish,' she said, beaming. "'Of course.' "'She smiled her most leisurely smile, but moved like lightning as she slapped Star's hamburgers together, folded them in crisp tissue, and put them in a bag. "'She wanted Star gone as bad as I did. "'There you are, on the house,' she said, sliding the bag toward him. "'Thanks anyway,' he said, putting a ten on the counter. "'Keep the change.' Très bien, she sang. Au revoir. Merci, Star muttered, heading for the door. Oh, he said, turning, you haven't mentioned the murder, which I find odd. That's the first thing most people ask about. Well, pardon moi, she said. How is your investigation going, detective? Fine, and don't worry about not asking. After all, there are a few things I haven't asked you, he said. For instance, my idea who might want Jesse Tatum dead? I stood behind Star, waving my arms, mouthing the words, "'No, no!' as Miss Lana studied me. She shrugged delicately. "'Well,' she said, "'his girlfriend may have wanted him dead. "'Or her jealous husband. "'I'm sure you know about them. "'Selma and Albert Foster from Kingston?' "'I went dizzy. "'Those are my best clues.' "'You know them, then?' "'Star said, taking out his pad. "'No,' she said, "'but you hear things when you run a café.' Star nodded. And where were you the night Jessie Tatum died? On a greyhound, coming home from Charleston. Alone? She smiled. In the essential exe- sense, we all travel alone, don't we? She said. At times I feel like a dull, aching pain right here, she said, bringing her hand to her heart. Don't you? Like a child yearning to go home? Star frowned. "'Right,' he said. "'I had the same thing last Thursday, "'but I'm asking more in the alibi sense of things. "'Were you alone physically?' "'I was on a bus,' she said, her smile slipping. "'I'm sure that's easy to confirm.' "'Star nodded and snapped his pad shut. "'Probably so. "'I'll find out for you. "'You want to ride back to Jesse Tatum's driveway, Mo?' "'Before I could say yes, Miss Lana's hand fell on my shoulder. "'No, thank you, Detective,' she said. "'I'll drive her back.' "'Now what?' "'Miss Lana can't drive.' "'One more question,' Star said. "'Somebody mentioned seeing a boy near Mr. Jesse's the day he died. "'Scrawny kid, blonde hair, black T-shirt. "'Any idea who that was?' "'My goodness,' she said. "'Surely you don't suspect a child.' "'I've seen murders done by kids younger than Moe there,' Star said. "'Shrinks say bad parenting's to blame, but who knows?' "'Yes, they can be such mad dogs, the poor dears,' she said, patting my head.' "'Behind me, Dale's daddy's chair scrubbed against the floor. "'Hold it right there, you slick-talking son of a gun,' he slurred. "'Mason,' Miss Lana cried. "'Mr. Mason rose unsteadily, his face twisted in rage. "'There ain't nothing wrong with the way I'm raising my boy,' he said, his voice thick. "'If anybody's to blame for the way he's turned out, it's his mama. "'Ain't that right, Mo? "'Who does she think she is telling me to get out of my own house?' "'Miss Rose threw you out?' I said. "'Does Dale know? Because it's news to me.' "'Mo,' Miss Lana said. "'Hush!' Mr. Mason glared at Star. "'Dale don't need nothing he ain't getting from me.' "'Tell me, sir, your kid got blonde hair?' Star asked. "'Like to wear black T-shirts?' Mr. Mason lurched across the room. "'So what if he does? Leave my boy alone,' he said, jabbing a finger into Star's chest. Star stepped back lightly like a cat. "'Don't nobody tell Dale what to do except me. "'He's a good boy. Ain't he a good boy, Mo?' "'Dale?' Starr kept his eyes on Mr. Mason, "'but I knew he was talking to me. "'That's your friend, isn't it, Mo? "'The spooky kid I met the first time I came in here?' "'I didn't answer. "'He turned back to Mr. Mason. "'Where's your son now?' "'Probably home with that no-good mother of his,' he said. "'Throw me out of my own house "'after I treat her like gold all these years.' "'Oh, for heaven's sakes!' "'Miss Lana said, her hands going to her hips. "'That house is roses, not yours. "'Her father left it to her. "'If it wasn't for her good name and good graces, "'you'd have been locked up years ago. "'You never gave her anything except a couple of good-looking kids. "'A mountain of bills and a heart turned to stone with grief.' she turned to Star. "'I've known Dale since he was a baby, and I've never known a gentler soul. I can't even pay him to kill a garden snake. The idea that he murdered Jesse is ludicrous. Please stop wasting time on him and find the killer. We're all worried to death.' Star stared at her a moment. "'Miss Lana, I need to talk to Dale and his mother. If you see them, please tell them I'll be at Jesse Tatum's place all afternoon. If I don't see them by the end of the day, I'll come looking for them.' And when the colonel gets in, let him know I'd like to talk to him, too. You, he said, looking at me, stay away from my crying scene. And you, sir, he said, looking at Dale's daddy, if you ever jab your finger in my chest again, you'll wake up in handcuffs. Are we clear? When we didn't answer, he smiled. I thought so, he said, and headed for the door.